Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I am here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall, and if you're watching us live, yes, I said live, on YouTube right now, then you know what T-shirt J.C. <laughs> Hall is wearing today. <laughs> Remember, if you're not catching us live, <laughs> if you're not catching us live on YouTube, you can always go to the Chris Ann Hall YouTube channel. Click on our daily journal list and uh, catch the show of the day. We are Monday through Thursday, and we are also on Saturday. And if you subscribe to us on YouTube, every once in a while we might give you a bonus Friday show. So make sure that you are subscribed and that you get our notices so that you know where we are and when we are on. So you guys who are watching right now, you are watching right now live because you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Hey, JC, this is a packed out show today. This is my constitutional watch show today. There are three pieces of legislation that I want the Liberty First Brigade to be watching out for. JC, please buy me a new microphone. This one's driving me nuts. All right. <laughs> and so um, I want to get right into it because I think that this is this these topics are going to be crazy, crazy. We're going to have to promise me that we're going to stay tight on this as well. Hit it. Okay, so guess what? Marco Rubio. Oh. <laughs> Notice how I, how I paused there because I wanted J.C. to have his moment. <laughs> you know, we are not Rubio fans. Go ahead. But Rubio is at it again. Rubio has sponsored a new piece of legislation, a new gun grab bill. And uh, this gun grab bill, J.C., is just seriously, seriously insane. I want to make a shout out. Uh, thank you to Terry and Rich. You remember Terry and Rich there from yep. our In Defense of Liberty <laughs> training. <laughs> she sent this to me uh, because they're, our, they're part of our gun watch team. They gun watch legislation and stuff like that. Awesome. She is uh, always fighting this stuff and uh, she sent this to me last night. So this is Marco Rubio's contribution to the destruction of liberty in America. Just one more thing Marco Rubio is going to do for the American people to destroy their liberty. It's called the Extreme Risk Protection Order and Violence Prevention Act of 2019. 
Now, number one, everybody, where in the world, in the Constitution, does the federal government have the authority to create legislation that manages people on the state and local level? I mean, what do we have to do to get this through the heads of our legislators? This is not your job on the federal level. And this is just, JC, this is totally indicative of why this is not their job. Completely indicative of why this is not their job. Because they can't stay in their box. They simply cannot stay in their box. And so let's look at this piece of legislation because this is just seriously. Florida, come on now. Conservatives, Republicans, we travel around the country. There are still people who are in love with Marco Rubio, and I don't get this. So this Extreme Protection Act uh, order has nothing to do with extremes, has nothing to do with uh protecting liberties or the rights of the people. It is absolutely nothing more than a gun grab. Now, when you look at this, I want to just show you the kind of things that this thing is is attacking. So it's not just, this is why we need to understand, JC, that these gun grab bills are not just a threat to your right to keep and bear arms. They are a threat to due process. They are a threat to property rights. They are a threat to everything in our, uh, in the realm of our constitutional protections uh, that basically the federal government is supposed to be designed to protect. Now the bill, the subtitle is to provide family members of an individual who they fear is a danger to himself, herself, or others, or law enforcement with new tools to prevent gun violence. JC, I want you to catch this. This is a piece of legislation that completely defies every sense of due process and then allows a government agent to submit an affidavit to a court in which the court will remove someone's right to property based on accusation. Now, we teach from an historical perspective these things called writs of assistance. And if you are a Liberty First Brigade member and you have not seen my presentation on the Fourth Amendment, if you have not seen my presentation on a, a course called America Disarmed, you may not be aware of the uh, battles that our founders engaged in on the right to property, the right to secure property. These writs of assistance that our founders fought against. I want you to think about this from a perspective of government control. Family members aside, someone in government can issue a, a, an affidavit that simply defies all rights to due process, all rights to property, and say, I fear this person is a danger to himself. 
Right. What is the what will prevent someone in government from from having a grudge, JC? From having a a a thing where they don't like this person or they want to control some person, they have some kind of of personal battle against that person, and now all of a sudden, all they have to do is go to a judge and say, hey, I am afraid this person might hurt themselves, and then that's it. That person now has a judicial order to be enforced by the very agent who filed the affidavit to come and take those person's guns. It is based on a petition by family members or law enforcement. Look at this, JC. A petitioner who submits a petition under subparagraph A shall be required to make a good faith effort to provide notice to other family or household members of the respondent or to any other known third party who may be at risk of violence because of the submission of the petition. What is what is this requirement? There is a good faith there's good faith requirement to notice other people. Where is the requirement to notice that you're going to take the guns from that person? There's no notice issued to somebody who's going to have their stuff taken other than the notice of I'm showing up on your front door to take your guns. Now let me just address this not just simply from a property rights perspective but from a due process and, and not just simply from a due process perspective but from what America likes to couch in this officer safety perspective. Is this not enhancing the danger to our officers? Right. Having them show up without any notice, saying hand over your guns? I, I believe that's what the sheriff and the argument that the sheriff in Maryland made, that he said we're not enforcing this stuff because one of the prime reasons, I think it was the sheriff in Maryland, he said you're putting our officers in danger. It's a suicide mission for officers when you're trying to force them to do this stuff. So let me tell you how this works, right? I just, I just want you to go with me on this, people, because this is so important. I cannot even, in this show today, lay out to you the very specific parallels between what is happening in these extreme risk orders and these writs of assistance that were issued in 1760 against our founders. Yeah. It's not so much about, it seems to me it's not even primarily about the right to keep and bear arms. It's about due process. They're, it they're, is. They're, Property it, rights it, and me, due process. Yeah. To me, we look out there as this tidal wave of assault against due process uh, under this uh, under this gun fear you know, manipulation that's going on. So the officers are issued an order to go take these someone's property immediately. But then the court doesn't have to give that person a hearing 
for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, somebody has to sit around and try to figure out why they're no longer allowed to have their property. Right? So number one, they f- two weeks, two weeks. Then once you have your hearing, two weeks later, you have to prove to the court that you are entitled to have your property. Yeah, so that's where it flips. It completely it flips. flips the foundation of the rule of law right there. Guilty right there. until you prove yourself innocent. Prove it right. Guilty until proven innocent. It's not over. We will be right back. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. We are live with you right now on Facebook, but we will be posting this permanently on the I'm sorry, live right now on YouTube, my mistake, and we will be posting this on YouTube permanently on the Chris Ann Hall YouTube channel and uh, uh, through the Daily Journal. And by the way, um, we we will be on YouTube as long as they allow us on YouTube. Sure. Right? So when you look for this, the title of this show will be three pieces of legislation you need to be aware of because if I put gun anywhere in the title, Within two seconds of posting this show, the YouTube will flag this show and limit its reach. So yeah. you guys got to be aware. I need a code de- word. Yeah, I'm going to start developing code words. Like banana split. Banana split. Oh, that's good. You're right to keep, keep and bear banana, banana splits. splits. So there you go. Or Those something. Or something like that. I, and I like banana splits. Yeah, I just kind of good. randomly. No, I think that's good. So here's what we're going to be doing. Those of you in the Liberty First Brigade, when you see our shows, on whether they be on the on the website or whether you see them on YouTube uh, or Facebook, social media, we are going to develop a code word. We'll let you know what it is. The right to keep and bear something. I don't know. Banana splits may be a little bit too crazy, but we will do something so you can know. And we are going to we we are going to become creative in combating this censorship. But right now, I want to. We are trying to show you how Marco Rubio and his fellow senators in the Republican Party are going to try to keep take your uh, guns, take your property, but more so than that, your due process. So it this, is so this Senate is Senate Bill Seven. So this is basically federal level mirroring of these things that are going on in the states. Yes. Right. Which, number one, is not an authorized authority of the federal government. Number two, a complete tyrannical denial of not just your right to keep and bear banana splits, but your right to property, your right to due process. I want you to, I want you to see this. So, is, is Marco Antonio, is he the lead sponsor? Or? He is the lead sponsor on this bill. Wow. When you open up here, at a, I have it up here on YouTube. You can see it right here, JC. When you open it up, it's right there. Sponsor, Senator Marco Rubio, Florida. So the thing about Marco Antonio is that, we, I mean, having watched him <laughs> being in Florida, uh, 
the, the question always pops in my head is is pres is presidential election like what what's his angle so what's his presidential it, it seems, angle yeah so yeah. it seems his goal always in front of him is his run for president because you realize he came i think he was he came in second to trump right he Did was he really i think he was the next guy oh um, that's scary yeah so and and then you consider when you now he's we have him until 2023 in florida if he stays so i assume in 20 i don't know if he would do that in 2020 but in 2020 I guess he could run, you know. And yeah. Maybe you'd step out of that seat, or I don't. They don't have to leave. If no, they, they don't president. have to leave. But anyway, so he could run. I don't know. Um, and, I mean, because he's and still Florida. senator, he ran. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Florida and Florida seems seems to me that Florida is tightening, right? Mm -hmm. I I felt like, and 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 again, maybe it's maybe it was because of it's the midterms there's a natural swing back to the opposition party right uh so maybe that's why it was it seemed closer right. but he only won he only got 52% rubio he only got 52% yeah he barely ran he his won, own state yeah when he won in the first place and, and, he, and won't, maybe, he won't next time he won't because the the distrust is is be of of rubio is becoming more public yes yeah, so this so in in context why am i saying all this this kind of thing seems to pull, you know, toward appeasing the centrist, getting a few Democrats. Like right. he's showing himself, hey, I'm mainstream. Yeah, Marco's he's always, always tried to He's be always trying to uh, triangulate where he stands. Just like with the, remember the Gang of Eight thing and yeah. his immigration. You can, you look at how he explains himself. He So he tries to straddle the fence and, appeal to the base and sound conservative but he realizes well just the base is not going to carry me right. so therefore he has to kind of stretch to appeal to other folks so you can you read a statement for instance that he would say on immigration and it's and it's like a broad statement that tries to catch yeah. everybody well we have we to have secure to the border yeah. but then we have to do this and that and so i this to me is not unusual people outside of florida may uh, may think this is unusual. This is not unusual for Marco Rubio. So let's, S7 is the name of this piece of legislation Marco Rubio is sponsoring. And when you have your hearing 14 days later, the court has a very low threshold. We'll talk about that when we get right back. Again, men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Make sure you go to chrisannhall.com and click on the shop. Get some Liberty First gear. Liberty First gear that helps you not just pontificate, but educate. We got two brand new t-shirts up there. Uh, I forgot to load up the new pictures, but we have a we have a right to keep and bear uh, banana splits t-shirts right. uh, that are just, they're, they're just stinking amazing. I love them. I actually, well, we have ours coming in the mail now, but I want to finish up with this. Can I make two quick corrections? Well, okay, but we, we just to keep Go us ahead. on track, we have two more pieces of legislation to cover. We got two segments left, and I need to finish this one on S7. Yeah, just but real you quick, have a I misspoke the other day. I said, Ron, uh, Rand Paul is not an MD. I, I, I was trying to say he's not a GP. 
Uh-huh. Right? He's not general, uh-huh. like, family, right, doc right, kind right. of thing. But he is an MD. He he's an MD. ophthalmologist, and I think he's – I remember news articles. He did surgeries. Yes. Eye surgeries. But, he uh, is a surgeon. One of the – because our, our listeners are so smart. And yes. so Debbie <laughs> sent me an email like, hey, you said he wasn't an MD. Uh, so I misspoke on that. And then we were just kind of just talking and mocking Hillary mm-hmm. about – and you said, well, she lost – the presidency, so maybe she's is that is that her first or whatever. Right. So she doesn't even rise to the level of first oh, loser. Oh, first loser. Because to, I, I love our Liberty yeah, First Brigade. So you guys our, are so awesome. Yep. Our uh, listeners, uh, Amy, Amy, pointed out that in the 1800s, Victoria Woodhull and Belva Lockwood ran for president, obviously before mm-hmm. Hillary. So she she doesn't even rise to the level of first loser. So. So here we are, S7, Marco Rubio. I This is the last thing that I want to talk about this because I want you guys to go. I, this is so important that you need to go and read this stuff for yourself. Don't just, we are here to be a watchdog, to make you aware of this stuff, but you need to personally get educated so that you can become personally motivated. So with this gun grab, this, I, and I don't, you know, JC, it's not a gun grab. With this rights grab legislation, that's right. what we need to refer to these things. These rights grab legislation. You get a hearing t- 14, two weeks after your property has been seized without due process. So that then you can when you prove go to, your so, innocence. So that you can have an opportunity to prove that you are innocent. Star Chamber. Yeah, exactly. Star Chamber. Then at this Star Chamber gu- rights grab hearing. The determination the court has to use is clear and convincing evidence that you pose a significant danger of causing personal injury to yourself or others uh, in your custody or control. And now your gun, your, your ability to purchase this property is removed forever until you can prove otherwise. And uh, you, even though it says the, the order is to expire after 12 months, you realize you will be now in a federal database that will never remove. We know this to be a fact, JC. We know this to be a fact because of the case that we covered Saturday on the show. Right. Forever. Clear and convincing evidence. You are literally being judged guilty at the criminal level. I want us to get that sinking now in. this will be a at federal. At the criminal federal level. Yeah, this will be a federal crime now. A criminal offense, this, the state or the government is required to prove every element of the crime beyond a reasonable doubt. So now not only are your, is your property taken without due process, now not only are you, uh, is the burden shifted, you have to prove yourself innocent instead of the state proving you guilty. Now, now the threshold is lower. They don't have to prove the elements beyond a reasonable doubt. They have clear and convincing evidence, which is a fifth, 49 and a half versus 50 and a half kind of thing. So 50.5% accurate and you're you are judged on the criminal level. Wouldn't this wouldn't this be 
unconstitutional on the face of it because this is not a federal issue uh, that's why i this opened not it up be a from the law. beginning yeah. this is that's what how i opened this whole thing so up, regardless one. of all these details this yes. should right from the very beginning you, you don't have any jurisdiction, no jurisdiction to be passing a law like no, this no jurisdiction this is whatsoever. a state this is an internal yes state crime uh issue whatever this is right. a state issue right absolutely absolutely so the next piece of legislation, our legislation number two that I want to cover, which should be quick and easy, is H.R. 1. And I love the title of this. It is called For the People Act of 2019. For the people. You have to be very, very concerned about a piece of legislation that has a title like that. But this is given to the people as a First Amendment voter rights kind of thing. But once again, America, once again, just like Marco Rubio's bill, this is a federal grab of state power. What this does is it, it tries to pull all of the aspects of voting that are reserved to the states via the Constitution under federal control. But not only that, JC, this piece of legislation is insane because it's another one of these things where we have a single title with multiple. You know, remember when we covered the Florida constitutional issues, when we had the constitutional uh, committee oh, yeah, yeah. creating all the these? Bundling. The bundling. Right. That's exactly what this is. Now, this is a Democrat-sponsored bill. This is a Democrat-sponsored bill. It is already passed through the House. Mitch McConnell says there's not a, it doesn't have a snowball's chance in Haiti of passing the Senate, which is something that we need to be, you know, we need to make sure it doesn't happen. Sure. But my purpose, JC, in bringing this forward today in this special edition of, of, of our Constitutional Watch show is to make people aware that this is what you ought to expect from this House. Okay, so number one, the House is not going to be transparent. I can't tell you if the House has ever been transparent in the last 150 years about legislation, but they are going to have a boldness now. They're going to be bundling these issues in these bills and then trying to sell them as a bipartisan thing based on one or two things within the pieces of legislation. Right. Sure. So among the issues, uh, this is an attempt of the House to overturn the Supreme Court's opinion on, on First Amendment free speech and donating to, to, right. the, uh, to candidates. So the Democrats hated that the Supreme Court said that donating to a, a political campaign is covered under the First Amendment. So they hate that. So now they're going to create legislation, which, by the way, can I just drop in there a little bonus for your educational dollar, JC? What does this tell us about what the Democrats really think about the check and balance of the legislative on the judicial branch? Right. You got all these people running around saying the Supreme Court's the only one that can overturn the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court creates the law of the land. Well, now we know that the Democrats even know that the legislature can check and balance the Supreme yeah, Court. They, they only make those arguments when it's convenient. That's that's why 
So much of this stuff Federal is Federal judicial supremacy is a lie. Yeah. And they know it, but Absolutely. they sell it to the people. They, they don't even believe it. They No, they don't believe it because no. they know it's not true. Right. So all of your judicial supremacist friends yep. and your talk show hosts yeah. that are always deferring to the Supreme Court, please be aware that even the people in Washington, D.C. believe what we believe, what we're teaching you, that the Supreme Court is not an oligarchy of nine. They are not the ultimate arbiters, and they are not above check and balance. Yep. So in this For the People's Act, which, number one, is being sold as a way to uh, curb special interests right. and big donors— is a provision that requires the president to submit his tax return. <laughs> what does that have to do? Seriously? Okay. Okay. So I'm talking about bundling here. <laughs> Not only that, it requires federal control over drawing congressional districts. Yeah. A power that has been reserved to the states. Which tells us, number one... Right. Number one, it's bundling. We're not in one single topic here. Number two, the legislators in the House of Representatives want to amend the Constitution mm -hmm. by legislation. Right. They want to change the designation, the reservation of that power to the states from the to the states to the uh, to Congress. Transfer it to Congress. Transfer it to Congress by legislative act without amending. The Constitution. Here's yeah. another one. Ready? We're bundling. Under this legislative act, it would prevent uh, state and uh, it would prevent anybody at the state and federal level from settling discrimination cases using uh, government money. I think that's that's targeting all of those the cases we had with senators mm -hmm. and congressmen where they were. Uh, you know, they had all these but lawsuits. But what does that have to do? Them. Right. So that one might be a good one. And it right. stuck in there. To in sell the rest sell of the it. stuff, right? right? Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about. You have to watch. This is why you have to look at these pieces of legislation. So then because they're going to be offering you yeah. single things. Right. With, and, and Fox will take this part yeah. of it. And CNN will take this part of it. And everybody will choose which piece they and like how to they, sell it. And that's how they shape the accusation when you oppose it. Right. Oh, he wants to continue. He wants He's to hide behind this. Mm -hmm. And this guy, you know, he wants to help these guys that had sexual harassment lawsuits and the taxpayers paid his legal fees. He, he supports that. That's right. That's exactly right. Here's another one. It would require the voting rights of felons to be restored after a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I personally could sign on to something like that. Yeah, depending on the crime. And if I didn't read, right, depending on the crime, if I didn't pe read the piece of legislation and my special interest lobbyist group that I that I subscribe to says, hey, HR1 does this, you need to support this, I might be on board with that. Not yeah. realizing, number one, that once again, this is a theft of a state power. Yeah. And number two, there's a whole lot more in this bill than what we're being told. It's going to be an appeal to libertarian voters. But, of course, the Libertarians are going to read the rest of the legislation. So I sure hope so. <laughs> well, we I just sure passed that. So. That was just a constitutional amendment in Florida to restore nonviolent right. uh, felons' voter rights, which 
why would their voting have anything to do with their crime in the first place? Well, I'm glad we have one more section left to deal with the next piece of legislation. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. This is our last segment with you today. So if you're watching us live, there's just a few more minutes left. Uh, again, we will be on SoundCloud. We will be on ChrisAnnHall.com. You can see us on YouTube. We will be there as well. I just I, I want to give you a, a sort of legal disclaimer very click quickly. This piece of legislation that we are going to review now is a piece of Florida legislation. But we believe that we have to activate and and control at the local level. So I'm giving this to you regardless of where you are so you can watch out for this kind of legislation and be prepared to oppose it. JC this is not going to give us friends and influence people. Okay. Our position on this. That's this okay. is a piece of Florida legislation, HB 195, that would mandate the study of the Bible and religion in our K through oh, 12 schools. Goodness gracious. Seriously. Okay. Chrisanne, you're a Christian. Why would you be against this? Now, uh, your answer <laughs> is in the question. Right, exactly. So let me ask you this question, because this isn't. This is going to. Right now, there are people like, "Oh, Christian's a traitor to to Christianity. He's a traitor to the Constitution. Well, this is fake, about separation of church fake and state." Fake conservative is the new is the new assault mm -hmm. term. Yeah. So now, fake Christian, you can probably I, add right. that one to that. Fake. Con if you don't like somebody's opinion and you want to bully them, you know you. Yeah, you fake. Constitutionalist. That's the big. All right. So lot, watch out for this. When you see this pop up, because this has been a Christian pushed movement for a very long time. Help me. My God is impotent. <laughs> I need the government. He needs a government bailout. Yeah. Good job. Good, Good job. job Christians. Okay. So wait a minute. Let's see how this goes. We need to get prayer back in the schools. Lie number one. Prayer has never been removed from the schools. Your students can pray. Yes, they can. Get prayer back in your law. house and get <laughs> prayer back in your church, and you won't have to worry about getting prayer back in school. So here, why would you be against this, Chrisanne? We need okay, look at this. Ready? Government mandating that the public schools teach the Bible. Okay? Now, granted, this piece of Florida legislation makes it an elective. So the students are not required to take a Bible class, but it is an elective class. So, Chrisanne, what's the danger? If they don't want to know it, why can't we, or they don't have to take the class. This is the danger. Number one, JC, how well do our public schools teach math? Right. Or history. Parents, how well do the public schools teach math and history today? And you want to turn the study of the Bible over to the public schools. We just heard an interview. A, a caller called in uh, on a talk show, and he was talking about how how every day that the kids come home, they have to sit down and deprogram right. the children on what they've learned. Now, now the 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 uh, the and 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 by the way, the teacher and the school was the bad guy. Right. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. If you are a parent 
and your child come, comes home every day and you sit down to deprogram program them every day, guess who's the bad guy? You are. You're torturing your you children. you send them back, back. every okay. day. Number one, how well does the public school teach math and history? Number two, Christians. Which denominational perspective will your school use to teach yeah. the Bible? Catholic, Baptist, Presbyterian, Charismatic, Pentecostal. Humanist. Jehovah's Witness. Atheist. Mormon. Right. You're going to have a humanist teacher. Basically, the, the public schools are going to be looking for teachers that have had a religion study background. Oh, brother. Yeah. Right? You know, that you know I'm yeah, right. Absolutely. You know I'm right. They're going to be searching out teachers who have had a, a minor in religious studies or maybe a major in religious studies yeah. at your local liberal college. Exactly. And they're the ones that are going to be teaching the Bible. Yeah. Please put the hands of Bible, te- put put teaching of the Bible in the hands of the government. Please. That's what you're asking. Right. How so can, number can one, be that stupid? How, they don't do math and, and history accurately. Number two, you got to decide what school, what, what school of thought is going to be teaching your Bible. Number three, JC already let that cat on the bag. The, the, the solution is not the government teaching it. The solution is getting it in your homes and your churches. If the homes and the churches aren't teaching it, why would the schools do it right? Number four, number four. if you're teaching this, then it opens up to now you got to teach Anton LaVey's Satanic Bible. You got to teach the the Quran. You have to teach everything. So keep, this is what separation of church and state is about. Keeping it out of the government hands. How about church be the church? God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.